1: Shoe the Dough podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show. I mean Shoe the Dough with Aaron and Danae streaming on Mixler every Tuesday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks,
2: Here's Aaron and Danae. Hey, Aaron. Is that a celebration?
1: Yeah. What are we celebrating today? Today is the 150th Yay! episode of Shoe the Dough. Yay! Do, 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 do. Can you believe we've done this for 150 episodes?
2: 150 episodes w- of Shoe the Dough.
1: I was chatting with a friend who. Um, I guess you say a new friend. This mm-hmm. is somebody who was like, I love podcasts. And I was like, I, I said, hey, I'm in a podcast.
2: I do I do, I do
1: one. So she wanted to know what it was. I was trying to explain it to her, which is, I didn't it's I say. It's always fun. It's random. Don't expect anything like sure. specific, especially if you're going to listen from the beginning.
2: Yeah, it has changed. Because it so has much evolved. has changed. It's yeah. evolved.
1: So listen to it now, so you know what we're doing. And then if you really like, I don't know, enjoy it, listen to the beginning, and you'll hear me doing voices I no longer do. <laughs> It's just, a, so it kind of paused and reflect part of the conversation. It was nice to think back on all the things we've done. And this is number 150. Yeah. That's a long time to invest in the podcast <sighs> yeah, world. It's a,
2: if it if it was only weekly, it'd be about three years. You know, if you listen to one every week, you get done in about three years.
1: We used to do it twice a week.
2: Mm-hmm, we did.
1: Then we went to once a week.
2: Well, we went to none a week for a yeah, long time.
1: We took a hiatus. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to once a week. Yeah. And our goal on Patreon, which is how uh, our fans support the show, patreon.com slash studio DNA. Yeah, this is exciting. If we get more support, we'll actually start doing Shoe the Dough multiple days a week.
2: Up to four times a week, depending on the you know where the support goes. If people want it, we'll do it. Um, we're only $20 a month away from going to a second day uh, during the week to doing two shoes.
1: That means we're going to get to 300 even faster.
2: Two shoes is always better than one shoe. That's what I've, I've discovered in my life.
1: Unless, unless you're just like hopping on one leg.
2: No, still, I'd rather have a shoe on both. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's just a personal. Do
1: you have sensitive feet? Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I have really soft feet. I have not like taken the time to, you know, callus my feet in any way.
1: But like if you go outside and it's cold or something like that, are you like? Trying to get back inside super fast.
2: Uh, no, I was thinking more of like sharp objects. <laughs> <laughs> Temperature isn't a big deal for me. Like, My le- extremities stay pretty warm.
1: Lego walking, Correct. for example, yes. not okay.
2: Not okay. Rocks. Uh huh. Not okay. Not okay. I cannot walk on a gravel road barefoot. Really? Yeah, it is painful. Huh? Yep.
1: I I don't seem to have that problem.
2: Did you grow up barefoot a lot, like out running on you know all sorts of surfaces?
1: I don't. I just don't think I. I have a high pain tolerance.
2: Well, there's that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's my superhuman power. <laughs> I feel like that's true.
2: Your pain tolerance? Yeah. You and my wife, man, she's the same way.
1: I'm hoping she doesn't it,
2: feel pain.
1: I'm hoping it aids me in the upcoming great stretch of 2017. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, less than three months away now. Yep. Like two and a half months. Yeah. It's it's coming fast. It could be as early as like two months.
1: I know. Wow. I know, it's getting real. And we put together the baby room, so it's getting real on a whole other level. Yeah, I tell me about that. cleaned out the room. It was my junk room. Mm-hmm. Everything I don't know what to do with, which is a lot of things. I don't know what to do with them. I just put it in that room, closed the door, yeah. and then I had to clean it out. So that's been a whole process. But then it was time to put paint on the walls and then bring in specifically...
2: Baby furniture. Furniture that's yeah, yeah
1: supposed to be kind of helpful so
2: furniture that's supposed to be kind of helpful (sighs) yeah
1: (laughs) welcome to parenting (laughs) i want advice
2: that's supposed to be kind of helpful (laughs) devices that are supposed to be kind of helpful
1: i have a desk that my grandmother built in shop class when she was in high school in like the early i think it was like 19 I don't remember what year it was. How cool is
2: that? She built a desk she, in shop class? In shop
1: class. Yeah. And I still, I have it. She used to use it um, when she owned an actual store.
2: I built I built a cutting board.
1: <laughs> like that's. For she built a functional desk.
2: Do they even do shop class anymore?
1: Do I have you, no idea.
2: Wow. Well, okay.
1: But that became the baby changing table. So I had to clean it out and oh, you know, nice. make sure that all the stuff in the drawers has another place to live. Sure. belong or be thrown away did
2: you find anything like uh like archaeol? you know like it was some sort of archaeology experiment like things you didn't know were in that desk and you're like oh my goodness this is where that was
1: no not in that desk In other things i have because i've been cleaning out this room and it is like an archaeological expedition yeah yeah that's fun and stressful because then i'm like i don't know what to do with all this stuff still but um in that particular desk i found an old it's, it's like this tin that's supposed to hold documents and has a key lock on it. And like you, you—it looks like something from like the army. It has you open it up and then there's another open thing on the inside mm-hmm. of that. It's all metal. Yeah. And inside of it was a rabbit harness. <laughs> Did you just say? <laughs> and two muzzles. <laughs> rabbit <laughs> muzzles. For, the muzzles were for dogs. But the harness is was like, for a what rabbit. What kind of rabbit training
2: is going on at your house?
1: <laughs> I've never how even owned a rabbit. A, how do you have a rabbit harness? I have a, I'm telling you, I keep, I have kept the strangest things.
2: A rabbit harness.
1: Yeah. You put it on a rabbit. And let me, you, let it, me
2: guess. For harnessing a
1: rabbit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's amazing. What? Why? Why? How did you even come into possession of such a thing?
1: Great question, Aaron. Thank you. Uh, Probably like 15 years ago, somebody had a rabbit that was visiting (laughs) the house and they had an extra harness that they left over at my house so that when they came back, they had an extra one. And I just, (laughs) I was like, maybe someday I'll have a really small critter and I'll need this. And so I just stuck it in the drawer. Wow. And this is, this is how I have all the things I have. People give it to me. And I have this sense of like obligation to keep it. I've never thought of you as a hoarder,
2: though. I don't feel like when I've been in your and Justin's house... But I- you've
1: only been in one room.
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> you've talked about your family's genetic desire Hording. to hoard things... So I guess it's not a surprise that it's in there.
1: It's really nice to assemble the baby room because it's kind of like a fresh start. I'm trying to just make sure it's simplified. Oh,
2: my goodness. Are you, you know, going to hoard the baby stuff?
1: I'm, just, I'm going to try my best not to. And I'm going to try my best not to create this world where she needs to do the same thing and keep things. Yeah. I, I will never, ever let her watch The Brave Little Toaster because <laughs> that movie... Coupled with my family's history. You can't throw anything away because it might be sentient. Yes. <laughs> it has feelings, Aaron. <laughs> feelings and a purpose.
2: <laughs> uh, are you ready to shoe this dough?
1: I don't know, man. Do you want to shoe a dough?
2: Yeah, let's shoe a dough. Um, today we are going to. Uh, play a little one-word story for our game time today 150th episode 150th episode do a little one-word story it's been a long time for good reason because danae does not enjoy i'm sorry enjoy putting the one-word stories out there but i'm
1: working on uh besides releasing my hoarding tendencies Mm -hmm. i'm also working on trying not to be so much of a perfectionist yeah and be concerned about things
2: yeah one-word stories can get messy They can get messy. When we started doing these, we would edit them a little bit. Not the words, but we'd edit out the spaces because we weren't broadcasting live. But doing them live is a whole different feeling. Uh, And uh, so I'm excited for that. I I always love one-word stories. And if they get messy or silly or make no sense, it's okay. That's that's kind of the the whole point. But first... We took a look around the universe, well, primarily our planet, to see what was going on. We call it news, and now we will peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Muslim man.
1: <coughs> we'll take it political, error <laughs> Well, you know. That's one thing I will not be bringing up in the peruse the news at all today. Uh, but it is it's everywhere. Hard, in it's, the news. I was going to say
2: it's hard to look at the news <sighs> and, and not take a look at the Muslim ban or, you know, other things that Trump did not take very long to do.
1: Do you want to start or do you want me to start today? I'll
2: start. Watch a guy gorge on as many restaurant birthday freebies as possible.
1: Did you watch this?
2: I have not watched the video. Oh. Uh, I watched part of it enough to know that I love it and I want to go back back and watch it later. What did
1: you love about it? I
2: just I love the concept. So I didn't need to see like the completion because I'm so I'm so for this concept. He basically decided to take a list of the free stuff you get for, you know, your meals for birthdays and then hit every single restaurant over the course of the day and he keeps a running tally up at the corner of how much he's, free food he's gotten for the day. And he ended up eating over a hundred dollars worth of free food over the course of this day.
1: Do you have to buy something before you get your free? Not item? everywhere, really. Not everywhere.
2: So he had a list of the restaurants that'll actually just give you free stuff. Whoa! And when Denny's is one of the best ones. A lot of people don't know this. You can get a full breakfast at Denny's for free on your birthday. I had no idea. Yeah, the Grand Slam. Tell I me more, say. Aaron. <laughs> so, well, I mean, watch the video and you'll have, see. Have, you know, each of these things.
1: Until November to prepare myself. That's a good amount of time to make a list.
2: Yeah, that is true. That's not coming up right away. No. Mine's sooner.
1: <laughs> Are you going to do it?
2: Uh, no. No way. I No. First of all, you would get sick. He got sick. So oh, sick. did he? Yeah, he said, you don't want to know the things that happened after this day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, how many calories did he consume? I don't
2: know. Way too many. Um, But I, I certainly... Like knowing about these, but we've got a, a place here that's kind of world known Lambert's mm. that does a really sweet birthday thing. You get a whole free meal at Lambert's on your birthday, really um yeah, up to ten up to a ten dollars you didn't know this you live here.
1: I don't know these
2: things but man. you do have to you that is one where it's with the purchase of you know somebody else being there and and purchasing the meal unless they've stopped doing that, but I mean, as recently as two birthdays ago, we did it with one of our boys, so yeah,
1: speaking of birthdays before we go on. Yeah. You have a son that had a birthday. Yep. And you have now two drivers in the Actually, house. Actually,
2: today is his 16th birthday.
1: Yay! So I
2: now have two drivers in our home. Soon to be back to one, though, because my oldest is graduating at the end of this year. So. But he
1: didn't want to go to Lambert's for his birthday? You know,
2: we didn't talk about it. I don't think so. Well, he can drive there himself if he wants to. That's <laughs> <there> you go. <laughs> Although he'll need to take somebody with him.
1: My first uh, peruse the news today is Ben & Jerry added three new flavors to its lineup. Well, let me rephrase that. Three exciting new flavors.
2: <laughs> you just went from news <laughs> to ad copy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want it to be, you know, realistic to the channel. Sure, sure. Uh, the Urban Bourbon is one of them. It these, is... are, these are ice cream flavors? Yeah, didn't you, know, you open and Jerry? Oh, they, yeah, they no, have... and they, okay.
2: creative, they creatively name their ice cream. I get it, but... They... Burnt
1: caramel ice cream. I don't know why it's burnt. Maybe it's just flavored to kind of be toasted. That sounds
2: awful. In fact, I'm not on board with either of these two flavors yet.
1: Uh, almond fudge flakes, bourbon caramel swirls. Too many
2: tastes. Come on. Well,
1: you have a special um palate.
2: Look, I like almonds. I can deal with fudge. I like uh caramel quite a bit, but I mean, just give me like peanut butter and chocolate.
1: But you like simple flavors, yeah? Because of your abnormality, abnormality. yes,
2: or my mutant power, if you will.
1: Now we have super tasters unite. And lick things. (laughs) Oat of the Swirled. Oat of the Swirled. I love
2: it. Great title. I'm so down with that.
1: Fudge Flakes, Oatmeal Cinnamon Cookie Swirls, and Buttery Brown Sugar.
2: Take the fudge out, and I think I would like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I want the fudge in there. Yeah. But the oatmeal sounds great.
2: Absolutely, and I love the the title
1: of that one. And then the last is Truffle Kerfuffle. It's a vanilla ice cream... Roasted pecans, fudge flakes, salted chocolate ganache
2: swirl. No, no. Salt. Stop it with the salt Why and is, sweet stuff. Was
1: there just fudge? stop it. There was fudge stop in Stop it
2: with them. the salted chocolates. Just stop.
1: They like fudge flakes, apparently. Those yeah, are all, all of, three. It's like
2: a fudge flake-orama. Uh,
1: fudge flake phenomenon.
2: <laughs> there you go. Fudge f- flakery. It's a fledgling fudge flug. We're just going to stop now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if you like Ben and Jerry's. Those are going to be hitting the market if they're not already out already. Uh,
2: My second one. Are we ready for my second one? Yep. Uh, My second one. Oh, wait.
1: Mid-February.
2: Ah, is when they're out.
1: And they will range between five and six bucks.
2: Very cool. Okay, now you can go. Computer outage downs Delta for the day. Uh, This just happened yesterday um, where Delta Airlines, for the second time in like six months, their entire computer system just went down. Do you think someone's hacking them? How does that happen? Them? I I mean they're not saying that someone's hacking them, but I mean, and I get that it's a complicated computer system, but you'd think after it happening once, you'd upgrade whatever needed to be upgraded and and not let it happen again, but they had to
1: cancel flights again.
2: Again. This is a
1: really the, bad time to be canceling flights, too. Well,
2: yeah, there is that. Without
1: So, that's a bad combo for travel.
2: Yeah, this happened uh Sunday night, late Sunday night or not late Sunday night, but Sunday evening, and then it affected flights all the way through today. Even this morning more flights were canceled and delayed and I, it's in getting back from that, just getting people to where they need to go. Now, a lot of these times they'll use other airlines to do that. You know, when Delta goes down, they'll work with the other airlines to make sure people get where they need to go, but I mean, it's got to cost them billions of dollars, you would think. At least millions.
1: And all the anger yeah. And frustration of the people who are affected. Like, it's not their fault. And yet, they are affected.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I bet
1: your mom is glad she doesn't work at the airline <laughs> anymore. Right, she,
2: well, I'm I'm of the firm belief that it, because she retired is why all this is happening. True.
1: <laughs> it's true. Like, she could have prevented once, all of this.
2: Once Sherry was out of the picture, they just couldn't keep it together.
1: Um, My next one is equally dangerous. Oh, no. no. IKEA has recalled their beach chairs after six fingertip amputations.
2: What?
1: Yeah. It's really sad. Wow. So um, these chairs were uh, sold between February of 2013 and December of 2016. They're now being recalled because 13 people from around the world have been injured by the chair. And six of those injuries resulted in the amputation of their fingertips. Whoa. Yeah. So if That's you a- have purchased these chairs, just first of all, be really careful when you're packing them up. And second, get them back so that you can get your money back.
2: I am, I am not okay with people losing fingers to things. That is just...
1: <laughs> it's uncomfortable to think about.
2: Yeah. That is a bad situation. Hey, have you ever cut a finger deeply? Like, have you ever almost lost a finger or anything like that?
1: No. no, <laughs> I haven't either,
2: but my okay. wife has. My really? Wa- yeah. When she was... Have you not heard this story? She was tubing with one of our boys, and it was one of those things where you ride the tube down the snow-covered hill, and then you hook the tube up to a, like a pulley, and you ride it back up on the pulley to go again. Okay. So she was with, I think, Justin, who's our second oldest, and I think he was like three or four... Maybe maybe five, but old enough that he kind of knew what was going on, but not, you know, old enough that he was very independent.
1: Problem solving abilities.
2: Yeah. And so she is riding up with him on one of these tubes and realizes that she is losing her grip on this tube. Uh, And Justin is in the tube riding up and she basically could not hold on anymore. And she said, uh, uh, Justin, you'll be fine or something like that. Just ride it all the way up. And I think her plan was just to let go and then, you know, try to roll out of the way or whatever. Well, she didn't get out of the way and she ended up knocking the person behind her's tube off the little latch and the latch caught her pinky and almost ripped it all the way off. Like it just tore like at the bottom knuckle. Gross.
1: I know. Right. Ew, no. So here's, our, here's our
2: child watching all of this happen. And, you know, she's trying. Of course, I mentioned her pain tolerance. So that came in handy because she was able to maintain, you know, some sort of semblance of. Uh, well, your you wife know, is
1: amazing. She probably just packed absolutely. snow around. It was like, well, I guess I'm going to the
2: doctor. <laughs> she was like, I'm still going down this hill. <laughs> not, we worked all the That's way up scary. here.
1: No, but my grandfather, he's, he had multiple tips of appendages gone.
2: Was he like a woodcutter
1: or he, something? He he was not a woodcutter, but he was a handy guy. Like He, uh, yeah, he yeah. was constantly building things. <laughs> not
2: after a while, he wasn't <laughs> a handy guy.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing stories about, like, don't go to the shed. Grandpa's lost to their finger. <laughs> 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 Grandma'd show up at the hospital with her little tote with A little in it. of ice and
2: yes! the finger in it.
1: It was totally normal. It was like a Saturday <laughs> afternoon well, for him.
2: <laughs> I guess we're carting you and your dismembered finger to the hospital oh. again. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm really, I actually remember in my mind going. I wonder if my dad's going to be the same, because there's a lot of similarities between my, my dad and his dad, yeah. and, you know, my grandpa. They're both very handy. They're both constantly fixing things, and pe- you know people are asking them to get involved in projects and such. And I prepared myself once, because, you know, after a time, you just get used to grandpa missing parts of his fingers, <laughs> right. but, and it's just very normal. But I remember wondering if my dad was going to become like that, so mm. I would always look at his hands and be like, I just need to remember what they look like. <laughs> So that if they're ever Aww, missing parts, I can remember sweet. his hands. <laughs> he still has all of his fingers, though. He's done a good job. He has the tip of one gone. Like the, the,
2: Your dad does? But How the do nails
1: kind of grown back. How'd he lose it? If I remember correctly, I'd have to ask him. Oh, It's been a while.
2: Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> is it my turn or your turn? I don't even remember whose story that it's was. It's your turn. Okay. That was the IKEA. So it's my last one, right?
1: Yeah. I think so, yeah.
2: Barb. From Stranger Things was unrecognizable at the SAG Awards. Well, yeah. Did last you see night? what
1: happened to her in the show? It was <laughs> horrifying.
2: <laughs> How would you ever recover from that? <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen the picture of no. her all gussied up at the SAG Awards last night? Here, let me show you the the picture. This is Barb from Stranger Things at the SAG Awards. It's a last very. Night.
1: It's a wonderful thing to do on a podcast is bring up a well, picture. Well, you can look. You
2: can look it up.
1: Oh, she's so beautiful. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Well, I mean, Well, missing I she was the gigantic the show, glasses too. and the you know the outfits from. What was it, the 80s? Slated, did you yes. it around the 80s?
2: Yes, I think it was the, yeah. kind of an 80s vibe. Uh, I The thing is, it's just interesting to see somebody who is so specifically known for one thing, right? We don't know this actress from anything else other than Stranger Things. And to look so different than kind of that character was meant to look, it's just a reminder to me how great a job those makeup artists and uh, you know designers and how they do on building characters through clothing and hairstyles and makeup and well, it's, it's gotta, pretty amazing stuff. And
1: it's probably got to be jarring for the audience at large because from for the most part this is the first time we've seen this actress before. Mm-hmm. We don't really associate her with other roles or anything. So this is right. our first visual introduction to this person and then to have another, you know, version of her. Yeah. I like I like Barb's character because of what happened after the show people finding her on Twitter. and mm-hmm. you, know, this did show. you see
2: what, I think it was Fallon. Did you see what Fallon did? No. He gave her like a resurrection. Like he, they filmed her like coming out of the pool and like they did their own little <laughs> addendum and <laughs> something like that.
1: My last peruse the news is a bit of a long one. I don't know how long we're going to, like how much time we're going to give it. But um, it's eight lunar New Year's facts about the holidays Chinese roots. Hey, I,
2: uh, we'll give it as long as it's interesting. This is our show. We can do whatever we want. <laughs>
1: So, the the reason that I find this interesting, and I think maybe I'll start with that, is that the um, 2017 is the year of the fire rooster. <laughs> so this is the tenth tenth animal. If you don't know already, There's are talking
2: Chinese, yeah, like characters, Chinese, yeah.
1: The well, there's twelve. So the, the Chinese calendar. Like the, cycles year the, rat, through the year of the rat, the year that so of the snake, So our calendar is every month. Like right. we have 12 months. They have right. 12 years in their calendar. And there's also th- to a lunar cycle. It's not to a, like how we do our calendar system. Their calendar
2: is in dog years.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it depends on the lunio solar calendar, which charts time based on the movement of both the moon and the sun. On the Gregorian calendar, the holidays will generally fall between January 21st and the 20th. So the new year shifts every year. Sure. So that's what makes it really interesting too. When you're talking about adding in the element of like what kind the of a lunar
2: cycle is animal
1: you are. Yeah. It's not necessarily based on the same calendar that we come to think of. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting system. I find this stuff fascinating, but get this. So in Chinese folklore, roosters have been seen as the timekeepers. So each animal kind of has an attribute. hmm it's like sure. a zodiac type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they have like these kind of beliefs that if they're born in a particular year, there's particular attributes sure. yeah. to them. So they're just is saying that the ones who herald the beginning of a new day in general, roosters are said to be hardworking and energetic. Each year is also assigned an element like gold, wood, water, fire, earth, and those cycle through. So like I'm a monkey, but I think I'm a fire monkey or a metal <laughs> makes
2: complete or like sense. a metal
1: monkey, something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, But depending on what year, so every 12 years it cycles through. The last time that there was a fire rooster was 1957. People born under this sign are believed to be trustworthy and responsible. My dad is a fire rooster. Oh, nice. So, and he was born in 1957, and fire rooster (coughs) hasn't come around until this year when my daughter will be born.
2: His his first grandchild.
1: So, he and my my daughter are going to be fire roosters. There'll be
2: fire roosters together.
1: I know. Is not that exciting?
2: I do like fried chicken.
1: No, no, It's different. <laughs> it's different. Very very different. <laughs> so most people know, you know, rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, yeah, dragon, yeah, yeah. snake, all that stuff and yeah. you kind of like you Do you know what?
2: I don't know anything about them. I do have you know no what idea what you my are? I I barely know my uh zodiac. Like I just I don't
1: what year I don't were put you a born? lot of stock
2: in that stuff, so I don't I just don't pay attention to it.
1: When were you born?
2: Uh, I was born in 1975 in May. Uh, May 26, 1975.
1: Yes, I'm Nine. old. 1975 you are a rabbit sir nice but i don't know what kind of a rabbit you are if you're like a, <laughs> Am I a
2: fire rabbit a wood rabbit a metal rabbit
1: <laughs> but i love learning about other cultures some things um so this is eight facts about you know the whole entire kind of uh holiday, like the holiday that's mm-hmm. coming up i didn't know that everybody travels during this time of the year it's um customary for the adult children to travel home to be with their families during this holiday so, is it uh, in China? Oh wait, in I mean, that sounds like any other
2: holiday, right? Travelers I mean,
1: are expected to make 3 billion trips between the 13th of January and February 20th. That's a lot. Well,
2: yeah, but I mean, I think that's probably the same or more at Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, when it's a holiday, people want to be near their family. 3 billion
1: so. trips yeah. in just those few days? I mean, how many people are there? How many families
2: are there? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's...
1: I didn't realize that was happening. I also didn't realize some of the reasons that I do, like... Uh, fireworks and just different traditions Mm -hmm, is based on, you know, the, some dynasty, the 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 Shang dynasty or Shang dynasty from like 1600 BC, just different things that kind of happened then it's evolved into fireworks now. And I just find this sort of cultural things very fascinating.
2: Was there anything, anything else in there as you read through that really stood out to you is, you know, super fascinating
1: Um, in that way? It ends with the lantern festival. So on the end of the 15th day of the new year, it's the festival of the lanterns. There's different reasons why there's different. The Taoist god of good fortune is one reason that they think it happens. And the other is the legend about Jade Emperor who became um, incensed. Incensed? Incensed. Incensed. That means angry. Oh, he got angry. I'm like, would they turn him into incense (laughs) after humans hunted and killed his favorite crane kind
2: of torture (laughs) incensed. I have been incensed.
1: So people suggested they hang red lanterns outside their home, which helped to trick the Jade Emperor into thinking the village was already on fire to assuage his anger. But there's all these really interesting things. There's red red envelopes that the parents give to the kids. There's all just kind of stuff like that. So
2: very cool. Uh, Before we head on to the next thing, uh, we'll start a new segment here on Shoe the Dough. Uh, Comment of the week. Uh, We'll take a look at our live uh, viewers. You make this up (laughs) as you go. I love the look on your face. It's like, we didn't have any pre-meeting
1: about this. No, no, no. I just want to see if you're going to actually keep this up. (laughs) That's the question.
2: (laughs) We'll see. Uh, Comment of the week. Uh, This week, there's two of them. One, when Danae was talking about... Uh, her pain tolerance or her feet being able to be a uh, Spartanite from the comments says, you could also be part Hobbit. Uh, oh, that's that was, true. That was something that, that could I happen.
1: Often, I often think that I'm very Hobbit-like.
2: And our second comment of the week comes from the BDG when talking about uh, your grandfather uh, who has lost many of his appendages, uh, the, the ends of his the fingers. appendage tips. Mm-hmm. Yes. He says, so what you're saying is he's a bad tipper.
1: <laughs> yes! Okay. And this has
2: been your comment of the week.
1: I can see why you wanted to talk about that. <laughs> well, before we get into the uh, last part of the show today, where we're going to be doing a one word story, we want to take some time to thank our Patreon supporters. Absolutely, This uh, studio exists because of our fans. So thank you guys so much for your support. Here at Studio DNA, we not only produce a radio show that's syndicated across the nation, but we also produce podcasts. And we're passionate about the podcast realm because it gives us that opportunity to talk a little bit more, kind of go more into depth about things we're excited about sharing with you. And so thank you guys so much for making that possible.
2: Absolutely. You can go to patreon.com slash DNA, and you can support there at $3 a month. Uh, at that level, you'll already have access to a pretty cool perk, which is your own podcast feed where you can not only hear all the episodes of all the shows on the network, but also the bonus episodes as well that don't show up in the regular podcast feed. So mm.
1: Those include the exclusive pre-show that we do before our podcast gets started, so you don't have to miss a pre-show. Uh, and they also include audio that we only put up through Patreon, so the only way to hear that kind of stuff is through our Patreon feed. So if you would like to get sub- to the supporting part, read more about what we're doing and some of our goals that are upcoming, including going two days a week for Shoe the Dough.
2: Just 20 bucks a month away.
1: You can go to patreon.com slash studio DNA.
2: All right, today it is the time of the show that you have been dreading for our fun time, for our Shoe the Dough fun time. Shoe
1: the Dough fun time.
2: We're going to do one word story.
1: Okay, so normally we get, you know, suggestions from the audience.
2: Absolutely, start throwing them in there.
1: So. I say suggest a way, mm-hmm. and then we're going to jump right into the one-word story here in just a moment. As, you know,
2: kind of in honor of our 150th episode, this is has been a part of Shoe the Dough since the very beginning.
1: Shoe the Dough has always been a place for Aaron and I to really experiment with different show ideas. So... Kind of d- helps get our brain moving and thinking about ways to maybe put something on the radio show. Maybe something from the radio show comes over here. Just trying out different formats.
2: So, Danae, I want you... To explain what the one word story is. For somebody who's never heard a one word story done, what is it?
1: We kind of have an idea of where we're going to start or or what the general topic would be. Mm -hmm. But then basically one person says one word and the next person says the next word. That's right. You just build the story one word at a time.
2: And part of the fun is that we don't actually know what each other are thinking the story is about. And so it kind of develops its own life. As we both try to follow the other person and force the other person to follow us. Is that fair? Like, is that a fair kind way of, to kind of? Yes. Like, is both and those also things going on?
1: to make somewhat of a cohesive story yeah. that has a beginning, middle, and end.
2: I think we've done pretty good at that. I think these stories, you know, hold up for the most part. But uh, we'll see. Um, shoes has been mentioned since it's our 150th episode of Shoe the Dough. Uh, fire Roosters have also been mentioned. Uh, since that was on the show today. Do you have any topics you want to throw in, Danae?
1: Um, I have no idea. I am so distracted.
2: What are you distracted by?
1: How delicious my pop, my mic pop, <laughs> pop filter smells.
2: Danae's mic smells wonderful. It That's does. all you need to know. And she's distracted. The last person that sat here at
1: the microphone was wearing strong cologne and I'm, and its all I can smell. <laughs> all it's right. It's a little intoxicating.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you feel like you're drunk on cologne? Right now?
1: Okay, okay, I want to spray it with something else and see if it diffuses it. But all, right, all I ahead. have is glasses cleaner.
2: <laughs> well, that'll work, so. right? Would it? Work. I don't know. It's a different, let's try, let's it's a try different it. scent. By the way, just so you're aware, she did not spray that directly into the microphone.
1: I, I do have some foresight sometimes.
2: <laughs> How's it now? Chemically. <laughs> there you go.
1: Whew, now it smells a little like alcohol. <laughs> That's oh, a little man. less distracting. <laughs> this is going to be so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> All right,
2: a one-word story for our hundred and fiftieth episode about fire roosters, really, and shoes. Oh, Danae. Okay, start us off.
1: There once was a rooster who was alone. Oh,
2: does that count as a word?
1: It could be. Oh, said somebody. <laughs> but we'll just move on. I'll say that it wasn't a word. <laughs> okay. In order to go. Find his rooster friend, he
2: decided to purchase
1: shoes. These shoes that he found were extremely uh, unique
2: <laughs> because they had been built by a
1: magician. <laughs> When the shoes were put on, they immediately
2: became
1: fireballs.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: That's one word.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I guess compound words count. The fireballs that they became were not normal because they didn't
1: Incinerate his feet. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta make sure we get that that rule established. (laughs) This allowed the rooster to confidently walk anywhere
2: he went. One day he put his
1: fireball shoes on and decided today. I'm going to find a
2: soul mate. That's one word. <laughs> <laughs> That's one soul mates. One word, right? Oh, like,
1: whoa! He just went creepo. <laughs> i like, are gonna find a soul, <laughs> a soul mate. <laughs> he
2: confidently
1: marched to the local pet store.
2: <laughs> Is that a compound word? <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> He opened the door and
1: immediately walked in the room.
2: <laughs> okay, I thought it was a nuisance, but apparently we're still ending the other one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fine. I didn't know. That's fine. No, that's perfect. He immediately <laughs> walked into the room. I get it. The animals were alarmed because. He had fire balls. <laughs> 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 Hurry, continue. <laughs> His...
1: <laughs> he... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep it together. I apologize to him. <laughs> he <laughs> was taken away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
2: This was very
1: confusing
2: because he knew he wasn't going to be incinerating anyone, but having fire on his feet was clearly scary.
1: Oh, it's my turn. Yes, <laughs>
2: generally, that's how it works. <laughs>
1: Uh, The rooster decided, well, I can't go anywhere without my fireball shoes. So, I will have to be come.
2: <laughs> no.
1: That <laughs> doesn't count. I have to be stealthy.
2: Hmm. Okay. All right. So he lit
1: a. (laughs) a, What did he light, Aaron? He lit a wing of
2: himself. What? (laughs) On fire. And realized this also is not a (laughs) (laughs) painful
1: experience. (laughs) That intrigued him, so he lit the other
2: wing on fire, and now
1: he was flaming. (laughs) If both my wings are flame
2: retardant, (laughs) (laughs) then... Maybe
1: my entire body is also flame retarded. (laughs) (laughs) So he
2: lit himself on fire fire and
1: lived happily ever after as the only fire rooster ever. The
2: end. Yay! Nicely done, Danae. I feel like that was one of our better ones. (laughs) We just told the origin story for the fire rooster. It was all about loneliness.
1: No man, it was about a magician. See,
2: this (laughs) That's right. We never did get into the backstory of the magician who did this.
1: That's next time. But see,
2: here's the thing, the magician was a charlatan because it actually wasn't the flaming shoes that didn't that didn't hurt him. It was the fact that he wasn't able to be hurt. See? So he was tricked. He was I immortal think. the whole time and, mm-hmm. didn't, know it. Whole time an and didn't know it. He was immortal the whole time and didn't know Rooster and his loneliness led to the the enlightening of so many people with his place on the the Chinese calendar. That's
1: right. So he, he just struts along.
2: I think that's the actual origin story for little, the fire rooster. With his little
1: fireballs on. <laughs> 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 Thanks
2: I, for checking out Chew the Doe today. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us.
1: Yeah, we appreciate your feedback too. Um, in fact, it's your feedback. Is the reason that we do one word story because apparently you love them. <laughs> so
2: I love them too, but you know.
1: If you have any feedback for the show, an idea for Peruse the News, a game you'd like us to play here on the podcast, yeah. questions for us, anything like that, you can message us through email at info at
2: Absolutely. Um, by the way, this podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. If you want to find out about other shows, that are what we call live or later shows. In other words, you can listen to them live as they're recorded or later in a podcast feed. Uh, you can follow the network at mixler.com slash studio DNA.
1: When you go to Mixler and search for Studio DNA, make sure you click on the follow link and then you're gonna get a push notification. If you're using like a PC or a browser or something, you can get an email notification anytime we go live. If you use the app, you'll get a push notification anytime we go live.
2: Huge thanks to Chris Tilley, who does the music for the Shoe the Dough theme. Uh, appreciate him very much. And of course, much love and gratitude also to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at $3 a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more at patreon.com slash studiodna.
1: That's the plan. Take over the world.
2: I think we've had enough. Whatever that you sprayed over there has now come over to this side. All right. Bye, guys.